0: Welcome to Blake Street Banter, where one of us knows what the word banter means. The other three are along for the ride. Tyler, say hi. Howdy. James, say what's up. How's it going? And Braden, how you doing? How are you guys? Very, very good. Better now that you're in our presence, so that's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are joined by Braden Ward, uh, outfielder, speedy, speedy outfielder of the Fresno Grizzlies, and... To say that we are pumped would be a complete understatement. We've been watching you pretty closely all year, um, all season, these last two months, and just you just coming onto the scene. Have you felt that at all on your end, like as a player, kind of like a late rounds guy, and then all of a sudden, hey, hey guys, I'm here.
1: Uh, I'd say no, only because I feel like everyone who goes into pro baseball, like you're expected from everyone else to like, you know, hit 250, be like average. But I feel like everyone, you know, has that sense of, they think they should be like a Cy Young award winner or win the batting title every year. So it's like everyone or our team, you know, expects to rake and expects to hit and expects to, you know, be like Mason green today. And what one yeah. hit through seven, it's like what you expect to yourself. And I think that's just like what we do really well is we hold high expectations for ourselves.
0: So nothing new to you at <laughs> all. So. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to say,
1: I'm going to say, I expected to do this, but that's, you know, just being cocky, I guess.
0: <laughs> no, it's
1: not. It's confidence.
0: Yes. We'll, we'll say confidence with that. Cause I mean, you have to have that, that mental going into this. Otherwise you wouldn't be where you are and you wouldn't be sitting there. you already else, lost. Right. Yeah. You're not going to be doing what you're doing right now. So, um, Pretty cool. I want to start with this question, then we'll get into your career. What's more fun for you, running down a fly ball or hitting a double or a triple, like legging that out?
1: Uh, definitely running the bases, just because I can turn singles into doubles and doubles into triples. And like I can physically see like the pressure that I put on people, like whether in the outfield of them having to rush it. Or the infield, et cetera. It's like, or the, you're hearing the coaches in the background screaming,
2: you know, right <laughs> off the bat, you're setting up
1: three. You know, it's it's fun.
2: Yeah. Watching your games, the few that we get to see on MILB, um, it's really apparent that you love putting that extra pressure on pitchers and, and defenders and your ability to leg out, you know, either. I don't know, 10 foot dribblers or hitting bombs. I mean, you're, you're kind of doing it all. I I made the comparison of you, you know, you're the single a Trey Turner right now, because the way that you're hitting for high average, but you're, you know, you can drop a bomb here and there, but um, just the pressure you put on everybody is something that it seems like you, you really relish as part of your game.
1: Yeah, no, I, I love speed and I love causing havoc and creating chaos. I mean, my, my whole job is just to get on base. Like I'll be the first one to say, I'm not a home run hitter. I'll hit some, but you know, we talk about how more home runs are thrown than hit. So they're just throwing it at my barrel, I
3: guess. Well, so we, we got to ask because, you know, you did hit six home runs in like, you know, your collegiate summer league days, but you hit just three in you know, official NCAA games, but you have four already this year. Like what, what's gone on? Like, are, are bats just suppressed at UW or, you know, what's, what's going on?
1: <laughs> uh, no, hate, hated the Rawlings bats. You ask anyone at UW, the Eastern bats we have now way better, but uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just, let's just mess with Rawlings. No, uh, it was, I, I learned how to be a really good leadoff hitter at Washington, but that meant having to take a lot and having to be comfortable getting into deep counts and comfortable, you know, working the counts and be good with two strikes. So uh that, that was something I never really – I had to take sign a lot. So, like, there were a lot of times I had to take 2-0, 3-1, 0 And with the Rockies, it's a completely different mindset. It's they want you to finish the bat on, like, the first three pitches and hit the first that's, best pitch. That's, so that's actually it, – it's, it's fun. Huge. Like, I, I love hitting the first best pitch. It's, it's so much fun, especially not getting to do it in college that much.
3: Yeah, and that's interesting for us. You know, we watch the the big league club a ton, and we're a pretty aggressive team. You know, the Rockies are not you know top of the league in walks, but you know they're you know up there when it comes to contact percentage and how many balls they're putting in play. So that is interesting to hear from like you know being at low a and that that's like the philosophy being you know instilled to you guys already. Oh, like yeah, like you can't
1: you can't bunch your way to the big leagues, and you can't walk your way to the big leagues. You know, you got to hit. <laughs> And, you know, hitting was fun.
2: <laughs> some, <laughs> still of the, still gotta some of the some of the guys that we talked to, they talking about the college game and in, in pro, they really love it in the fact that the college game is different because you are getting those take signs and every day is a full-time job and you're really diving into training and drills and all that. Whereas at the major league level, or I'm sorry, in the pro ball level, it's, you know, you're just, you're, you just come in, do what you need to do and, um, kind of have fun with it in that sense that you're not, you just do what you have to do essentially. And so is that something that you kind of resonate with between the differences between college ball and, and pro
1: ball? 100%. In college, we used to call it a 56-game playoff. You know, every, every game mattered. Like, and it's, that's not saying that in pro ball, every game doesn't matter because you want to win every game. But, you know, if you, literally one game might make the difference if you make it a regional or, you know, now making the Pac-12 tournament. Like you look at the dogs, like we we won twelve straight to make the Pac-12 tournament, which is like unreal. Go dogs! Like I said, you'd have softballs <laughs> on right now, playing Texas. Game three, baby. Let's uh, go! But uh, but yeah, no. Like in, in Pro Bowl, it's it's weird because like let's say you have a terrible game, you know, you go over three, over four with three Ks, like I did twice this weekend. Uh, fun, <laughs> but like you you look back at after the game and you're like, you know, I got hundred more games left. Or, you know, you win four in a row and then you lose, what, 9-1, I think we did against the Dodgers, and we had, like, three hits or something. And our manager's just like, hey, guys, get him tomorrow. You know, like, <laughs> no big deal. Whereas in college, you would have got screamed at and, you know, murdered. So it's definitely – it's a lot more cool, But the cool thing is that they, uh, they let you be a man. You know, they let you really take ownership of your career because, like, they're not going to tell you to do something. They'll suggest stuff, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. And at the end of the day, if you, you know, you're not performing and you're also not doing what they're saying, you're just gone.
0: Right. It, it really has, you really need to grow up and do your mm-hmm. job. Like this is officially your job, right? You're still playing a game, but
1: it is weird thinking about it. Like there'll be days where it's like, let's say I go, you know, get dinner after the game. And I'm like, dude, I need to like get a job so I can afford to eat out all the time. And I'm like, wait, I'm getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and by the way the fact that they pay for rent now is actually so huge i never obviously got to experience the non-rent part but just talking to like teammates i have now that like have bills to pay adding another grand a month to these right. guys like that are barely making ends meet as it is oh i couldn't imagine
0: right and that was a huge huge step forward this past off season did you hear any stories about like people trying to find living like, for in the past years and how terrible oh, that was? Oh, yeah.
1: I, I think I had some friends in the Angels team that, like, I think they said they had, like, it was a two-bedroom apartment with, like, eight guys in it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Just a, just a mattress on the ground with, like, a blanket, like terrible
0: yeah I mean we never... I mean,
1: honestly if if they didn't have uh if they weren't paying for our stuff I might just get a camper shelf in my truck and throw a mattress in the bag and stay at sleep in the field
0: <laughs> I mean why not Dana, it worked for Dan yeah. Norris for, in the offseason so you, you could do that as well we um we never heard anything like that severe but we the like the call-ups right because mm-hmm. our, our guy Dugan Darnell got called up from Fresno to Spokane pretty quickly last year and then he had four roommates that he needed to like help out and like fill in his room. So they are all scrambling and trying to find somebody to fill in for that. And that's a whole nother mess while you're trying to, you know, perform and do all this other well, stuff. And
1: especially too, like you're, you're supposed to be thinking about nothing but baseball and like being the best athlete you can be. You don't want to have these other distractions, especially, you know, at the minor league level when you know, you're not getting paid a lot. So, you know, obviously like money isn't everything, but, definitely does be on your mind if you don't have
0: enough right and one less thing to have to worry about mm-hmm. why you're trying to get set up and trying to get you know situated into your new profession your new job because i mean so that's the one
1: thing that they do really well for us right now is like we literally just like signed a piece of paper with the rockies saying like like they pay for everything all the utilities everything don't have to worry about it but like when we move out if we like break anything we have to pay for it that's mm-hmm. literally it like we don't have to do a deal with nothing which is you know being in college for 4 years and being the one that was supposed to pay rent right. for all my roommates and having that stress of like hey guys Venmo me. Let me send this. Let me send this check out. Let me drive 30 minutes away across the the, the Bellevue bridge to go pay my landlord. So uh, I,
0: so you would say professional life has been a nice transition for you for, on the baseball field and off.
1: I'm blessed. Yeah, I'm blessed to say it's been it's been a good one.
0: That's 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 great to hear. Like, honestly, that's really cool to hear because I mean we we love the stories and hearing that inside baseball stuff. Well, there. the
1: cool thing is too, is uh I've heard I've heard horror stories even still of like other organizations and other clubs. And I'll be the first one to say, you know, I've been what with the Rockies for less less than a year, maybe six months, but they do a really good job and they're they really actually care about us. And like I think I remember for this spring training, uh like they pay for our, our housing or whatnot for spring training. But if you lived outside uh, like, on your own, like, not at the site. They still paid for it, like, up to a certain amount. And we're in Scottsdale, which obviously is a more expensive area. It's not like, you know, these other places in Arizona. And I think, like, we had our meeting of, like, how much they're paying us. And then, like, two days later, they came back. and They're like, hey, like, we actually know the cost of the living is actually more expensive. We're going to give you more money. And I've never heard of, like, a company doing that before or an organization like hey guys like we're actually gonna need you more than we wanted to because you know <laughs> you you just you deserve it or you need it to help you out so that that little thing like something like that is like they actually care and they really do
3: care about us and want us to you know take control of our own careers i think that's yeah one of the best parts about the rockies everything we see in here is you know they do care about their people like a ton and mm-hmm. just saw some like a story about the angels and you know the angels are one of the you know most valuable organizations but they're not paying rent for their minor leaguers you know they're not really doing much for them and you know, I can't help but just you know worry for those guys <laughs> it's, yeah no like I oh. said I've, I've heard
1: still some horror stories about you know some certain clubs and teams I ain't gonna say their name
0: drop but right all, <laughs> I, can,
1: all I can say is the Rockies do it good
0: that's that's good to hear. Like from a fan perspective too, that's really cool to hear. We have, we have our own, our own, our own thoughts of the ownership and whatnot for certain reasons on the pro level. But the fact that they're taking care of you, our guys, mm-hmm. all the minor league guys, that's really, really cool. Um, So speaking of like teammates and stuff, our, our guys, what was it like playing with Willie McIver for a year in Washington when you first got there?
1: Yeah. Uh... So my Washington team, my freshman year, obviously, you know, we
0: yeah.
1: were we came in second Pac-12 championship, losing the Pac-12 championship to Stanford, uh went to Omaha and then, you know, my that my freshman team was unreal. Mm-hmm. Like it's my other teams behind, like behind it were like we're good and I love the guys, but like that that team was nothing but baseball players. And I mean, dudes, guys who breathed that sport and did it right and so that was it was fun to play with willie he was a dude a bunch of our guys who are still playing pro ball you know levi jordan what 20 like seventh round pick triple a or double a for the cubs right now you know a.j graffin nick kale you know just guys who were dudes crushing it it's it was it was fun willie was always a good guy willie has not changed at all he's still an absolute goofball
0: (laughs) And yeah that seems about right he, he was very kind and stuff to us did you have any did you have an opportunity to play in Omaha when you guys were there were you able oh to yeah I the started field? my freshman year okay
1: so I was I was still that speedy guy I only reason I batted over 300 is because I bunted every at bat but I <laughs> <yeah. laughs> actually I have a video we were playing coastal Carolina and uh I bunted with two strikes and their whole team, you could just see their body language. It's so upset and so mad. Just, uh, just def- but like, that was me. I, I could barely get out of the infield.
0: But like you started this conversation with, like, you love putting that pressure on the guys. And shoot, you were like, oh, that yeah. as, a, as a pesky little 18 year old.
1: Well, especially like if I know, like, I have no chance. You know, like, <laughs> I think this guy's just better than me. And like, you go up to the plate, you see the first one, you're like, yeah, no, I'm done. I've already lost. Like, <laughs> You know what the difference between striking out, bunting, and striking out is? Nothing. <laughs> at least, at least one way I might have a chance of getting the ball
0: down. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. So, was that an I? So, what was that experience like as a freshman, kind of out of your element? Kind of, how you're saying at the CWS like that? How was that Omaha experience?
1: So it was it was crazy, but it also was like bittersweet and kind of sucked because like it was my freshman year, so everything was new, and everything right. was eye opening, so I didn't really get to appreciate it. like I didn't get to go through three years of you know, let's say winning six games in the pack and being awful to going to Omaha and being like, "Oh my gosh, this is unreal." I started off, I would be peaked freshman year, <laughs> so we're like, "Ah, oh, this is awesome, you know we're all, we're gonna be nice, we'll be back." And I never go back to a regional after that, but it was, uh, I still have, it's one of the best moments of my life. It was so much fun. The whole experience from the private jet to you know, your private bus, your own hotel. Insane.
3: Well, and how was the experience just in Washington? Like talk about, you know, just the college experience for you. Uh, it was nice.
1: I mean, I loved it. The only thing, like I said, that sucked was uh. By the time I actually turned 21, I could actually go, you know, bar hopping <laughs> and experience college. Was COVID, and so yeah. Yeah, I kind of got that taken away. Yeah, no, I know. And like all my <laughs> friends now, and like I'll even be the first one to say that, like with college baseball especially, like having a brotherhood and camaraderie is huge. And I think there is a reason that you know uh, the best schools of the COVID year were like the Southern schools or University of Arizona and all these teams that could like hang out as a team yeah. and go right. do stuff because they're a college or their state allowed it. We couldn't even hang out with our own teammates outside <laughs> of uh, practice. Couldn't use our yeah. own locker room. Oh, it was terrible. I hated that year.
3: It's kind of crazy shit. to think about that. Like, cause we've mm-hmm. come so far now that it's like, you know, th- there was a time where a lot of places that's what life was like. And, you know, yeah. mixing organized athletics with that. Like I, I, I wasn't doing anything at the time, so I can't even imagine yet what, you know the adjustments you had to make mentally, and then of course you know physically, like you're saying. Oh, and then you don't get to you don't get to know your teammates. You
1: don't get to you know have those fun, dumb college stories of you know the great, healthy things we did. <laughs> uh, you know, so it was like I said, I it was bittersweet. Didn't really get to experience you know Seattle for you know what it is now. I see my buddies now and hanging out and having a brotherhood and being awesome and getting to actually experienced that. So that's, it's nice to see now that they're, you know, they're back.
0: Great.
1: Dogs are back. <laughs> the dogs are
0: back. Um, yeah. I was just going to ask you, cause we had a little bit of a connection. I'm in Michigan right now and I want to ask you about the, your time in Traverse city, but me and a few guys are going up to the, to Seattle for the Washington versus Michigan state game in September. Is there anything we have to go do while we're in Seattle? uh let's see what are you guys into i mean football and adult beverages
1: and stuff hawks game uh adult beverages so i think one thing you have to experience is really unique about university of washington is uh we don't we tailgate like crazy but we also sailgate sailgate so you tailgate on a boat in the lake and just get trashed and then you take like a boat in and it's, it's really fun to do. So you gotta, I think you gotta go sail gating. And I know, I know, I know one, at least one, uh, like party barge that they do sailgating, gating, which is fun, but it's, it's a good time. So that's some, uh, okay. Okay. little Hawks game, um, get some
0: teriyaki because Seattle teriyaki is unreal. Okay all right we'll do we'll do some sale gating i might that sounds might incredible no <laughs> free ads but we might need you to uh send you send yeah, that, no i got you that company there's over
1: one, and there's also another place that uh, it's like a nice brewery with uh a bunch of like putt putt golf inside okay it's based on the name because it's been two years but it's fun
0: okay i can probably i can probably google that all right all sure. right it's gonna be a good time all right sale gating <laughs> that 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 would be very unique because I'm really excited for seeing that stadium. Like it looks beautiful oh, right on the on the water.
1: There's a reason it's called the greatest setting in college football. It's especially if it's if it's sunny for once, which it won't be, but if it was, yeah, oh. it's middle of September. Yeah. <laughs> you see Mount Rainier right there. It's good. Actually, middle of September, you might get
0: lucky. Okay. <laughs> let's cross our fingers. Let's go with it. Yeah. Um, so second in steals of all time in Washington. Was that, I mean, obviously you're speedy, and, and we kind of keep harping on that, but was that something you kind of set yourself out for, like, freshman year? Like, I'm going to go for this kind of record. Was that one of your goals to, as you were going through your college career? Heck no. Just I, happened. Just
1: Yeah, like, it was one of those things where I was just, I was, like, I always considered myself, like, in, like, there were times when I got hot, but I always was, like, trying to figure out my game and evolve it and craft it and like and stuff so I never really thought about that you know my job was just to get on base steal cause havoc and score so and that's what I did and that's all I thought about and so I got good at it and you know I ended up stealing a lot of bags I stole the most of my freshman year and I was like all right sweet that was cool now I have to keep doing it Right. Like, I can't do it my freshman year and then let, like, some other freshman do it the next year when I'm a sophomore. Uh, or, you know, Darren Baker, my boy, have him try to beat me. Um, so, I took pride in leading the league in steals, but I never thought that I'd lead in Washington. Yeah, so, I always I- thought there'd be some dude from the 50s that, you know, when the catchers were terrible, that just stole 180 bags and whatever. So, I never even thought about it.
0: Do you, do you know who was in the lead or is in the lead no 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 idea oh yeah know know, know if I did slump hard
1: for like a few months I probably would have beaten it hands down <laughs> <laughs>
0: you would have got there uh, oh easy how so how did that part of your game grow from your freshman year to your your senior year like because obviously you're on people's radars that's something they have to worry about so how does how do you change what you're doing at first base second base as time went i mean on? i
1: just i just evolved and got better like you know does this work does that work that doesn't work you know stuff like that and so i've developed like a technique and a strategy and a plan and i guess it just it just got good enough to where you know unless you're 1-1 one, one to the plate or pitching out, like, try to throw me out. I'm going. And I just got really good at it. Like, they know I'm stealing and they can't stop me. And knock on wood, it's Pro ball, so That's probably going to change. But I'm going to keep stealing and keep doing my thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. so going, going off of that, I mean, what are your goals this season? What are you trying to accomplish, you know, right now in these moments, <clears throat> you know, going forward? Is that something that you're putting a lot of thought into? Or is it, you know, you're just taking it one day at a time, one base at a time? What's the mindset there? I mean, the end goal is, you know,
1: keep hitting good. You know, like, you care about uh, – what are the stats called? Uh, I don't even have them. What are like, the – the baseball card stats? But, like, at the end of the day, like, the number one stat – like, the three top stats for me is on-base percentage, runs scored, and stolen bases. And so that's the biggest thing. Like Like, today, I go two for three. But the way I look at it is I actually went five for six with getting on base, Mm -hmm. you know? So if if I have a day where I go over three with two walks, I actually went two for five that day. And that's the way I got to think about it. Cause the biggest thing for me, like I said, I'm going to hit my home runs, but it's more important for me to get on second for Goody or Braxton to hit that double. Or, you know, let's say the guy's a one, one to the plate and he's now, you know, worrying about me and he hangs that curveball or hangs the fastball for Goody or Braxton or Coco or, every guy on our team i've never had a team by the way that can everyone top to bottom can number one break but also just hit bombs and it's funny too because like our two like biggest power hitters uh which i'd say is like young keel and uh uh ej like they both have like one or two and they're the biggest guys in the team Uh, (laughs) and they're constantly just giving each other crap they're like, no power, no power, like calling each other <laughs> out. And then like me and Guerrero are sitting over here with like four, be like, yeah, we got more power than you guys. <laughs> like if, it, if we had like a home run derby, like I would even hit one in a home run derby and they hit like 30. <laughs> it's just funny.
3: Did you did you meet EJ Andrews just after the draft? Or did you guys yeah. have kind of okay? Thought maybe there might have been, you know, that that California connection. Mm.
1: The only guy I knew before like from my draft class, was I kind of knew calf. Uh, okay, that makes sense, yeah.
2: did You, you face him a few
3: times, right?
1: Yeah, dude, I, I remember specifically, uh, we were playing at Oregon. I, Whenever I went to Oregon, I don't know what it was, but I turned into Helen Keller. Like, no, it was, it was bad. So, like, if I ever get to Spokane and we play the Hops, or not the Hops, Eugene Emeralds, I might – I might have to sit the entire week because I only got bad memories there. But, I like, I remember <laughs> going against Calf. And, like I said, I was Helen Keller that week. And I'm it was, like, 0-2. And he throws a slider and it hits me and I swing. Strike out. <laughs> no. And I remember the catcher was, like, like, I know it's a strikeout. And the catcher's, like, oh, I hit him. It's a strikeout. And I'm just walking back to the box or back to Doug. I'm, like, I know. Dang <laughs> it. And me and Calf still joke about it. He's, That's like, yeah, tough. that was a good slider. I'm, like, no, it wasn't. I just sucked. Don't give yourself credit. Did you get
3: uh, a hit, like a hit off of him at all? Like you guys probably faced a couple. Uh, probably times. not. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe our place, but uh, but and I
1: knew Sims. Sims I knew well because uh, we played in the Cape together.
0: Okay, yeah, so, that makes yeah. sense. So I mean, speaking of summer league ball, let's let's go to Traverse City a little bit. So are you the reason the Northern Michigan Dune Bears are no longer in existence? Uh, no, that's because uh, that's well, it was
1: a COVID <laughs> thing because right. they created those, those pods and, and stuff. I tell you what, for the three or four games I played there, that was one heck of a summer because I was there for, what, 4th of July? So I got to go – we had 4th of July off. Three teams, we were the team that was off, so we got to go out and go boating at some sandbar in
0: yeah. Michigan. Did you that go to Torch unreal. Lake? You probably went to Torch Lake. I the went sand- to Torch Lake, yeah. The sandbar in Torch Lake is – a riot we went there last summer it's you you can walk what miles in Mm -hmm. waist high water on the sandbar and everybody's got their their boats anchored down and you're just hopping boat to boat oh it was fun that's that's awesome you got to experience that trevor city is so much fun especially during the summertime
1: well and it's weird too because like baseball's taking me everywhere and i was at the kid rock song summertime in northern michigan yep like I got to experience the summer in northern Michigan for the, for the smallest time and I'll tell you what you got a boat it's fun <laughs> I'll still it, say though nothing beats a Seattle summer unreal Lake Washington perfect weather the water's warm doesn't that's,
0: rain that's the thing all of the lakes out here are still 50 degrees in the middle of July like it, it seems to so, never yeah warm Seattle
1: up. was like 80 degrees like the weather 85 and for some reason the water's warm like i couldn't explain it
0: <laughs> it's a nice problem to have that's It's sure. perfect yeah yeah I, I i had no idea i was looking at your your baseball reference but i had no idea the the dune bears were actually a team so it looked like yeah. it was just for that pod that they tried the pandemic thing what did you guys play maybe 20 games if uh, that. No, i played
1: three they played more after but like they caught like COVID. Everyone caught COVID, like, right?
0: Uh, and I was like, "All right, I'm out, I'm going home." And that was it. That's when you said peace. All right.
3: <laughs> I was yeah, trying I was to figure what. out it.
0: It was such a wild rabbit hole that I went down. And was trying to figure out who the heck these doom bears are and what was happening. Yeah, that was fun though. And a bunch of my guys, and
1: my team, and we were staying at these like summer camp cabins. Yeah. And we, uh, like summer ball's a grind, and but uh there's no ac in these cabins oh gosh (laughs) and when i tell you it was 130 in those cabins it was 130 and we actually i think had there's two guys per cabin me and preston viltz uh we had i think eight fans in our little area (laughs) just crushing air oh
0: doing everything you possibly can uh
1: there's no way that was comfortable Loki, like you, just embraced the suck. But we were, <laughs> we, were t- we still talk about it this day. We're like, dude, could you imagine spending two months there, like eighty games? We're like, no, <laughs>
0: no. I mean, at least you had a roof, I guess, and yeah. electricity yeah, I mean, to both the fans, right? You kinda. know, embrace the suck. One of those things. But yeah, like you said, you didn't take, you didn't stay very long. Traverse
1: City was fun, though. I I love Traverse City.
0: Yeah, we um, always there's we always this, go there.
1: There's this like fish taco place. I don't know where, but it was delicious. The best fish tacos I've had, which is weird because it's Michigan. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Coming from Seattle, like there's no way. Yeah, or <laughs> California or legit Mexico. Right. Like, go to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Okay. I might might need to find that one. can't say I've had a lot of fish tacos up there. So how much fun is it being back home in Fresno playing? How stoked is your mom that she can like, go everywhere to watch you play No, I, I don't think she's missed a game. <laughs> no. It has not.
1: Uh, I've had a bunch of friends and family. I think I had, like, ten people there today. Another, like, five that, like, I didn't know were showing up, and they talked to me after. But, no, it's fun, especially because, like, I haven't been back, like, for a summer here. And, like, well, I guess COVID counts. But before that, it would, like, three years, four years. So uh, it was – it's been fun. You know, it's, it's good seeing the family. It's good actually seeing, like, my – Uh, My friends from home all the time, like I'll be home tomorrow just playing golf and uh, hanging out. So it's been it's been a blessing. And then if I get promoted to, you know, Spokane, I'll be still like four hours, three hours. But from Seattle, which is still my stomping grounds. And like one of my best friends is like three hours away in Montana.
0: So you just had that whole side of the country. Yeah. West Coast solid. (laughs) <laughs> the moment I go to Hartford, I'm screwed, though. <laughs> Couldn't have to put up, put, put up your mom for a little bit. Just
1: yeah, so not sh- only while are... I'd be in the hardest league ever, but I'll be uh, away <laughs> yeah, no from sure. home.
0: Right. Yeah, that's going to be – it'll be fun when you get there, though. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Cause chaos some way or another.
1: I actually played at a, uh, their stadium in Hartford right when we were in the Cape. Oh, it's yeah. nice. It looks so nice there. It is. I think I went over four with like three Ks, but it was, it was fun.
3: Look <laughs> at all in anyway. Yeah. Still, but like, there. can you imagine though, have be like being given a more like fitting opportunity to start your career? Like, you're home oh, right dude. now. And then well, you'll not even go to your next like
1: home. Fresno, Triple A Stadium. Spokane. Right. Eh. Hartford, Triple <laughs> A Stadium. Albuquerque, Triple A Stadium. Like, we're blessed at three levels.
0: Yeah. It it is really cool in Chicansy Park. Like, shoot, you guys oh, yeah. sold out Star Wars night. How nuts was that? 13,000? Thirteen thousand, so thirteen, so fourteen thousand. And and
1: Fresno has a really good fan base, and they really they really care. The people of Fresno, or the like, the, the staff, the front office, all awesome. I haven't seen a single, uh, heard heard a single bad thing. I haven't experienced a single bad thing. Uh, our groundskeepers—they're uh, Hispanic guys—they cook food for us after uh, in the back every once in a while, some tacos. Oh, and they're delicious. So it's, it's it's good stuff.
0: That's really cool. I know we say like every time we talk to somebody playing for Fresno or talk to the Fresno guys, but we really need to get out there. Oh yeah, somewhere oh, or another. Yeah. But that would and be it's
1: it's blessed too if you're Latin sweet. because it's a big you know, Hispanic area. Mm-hmm. So everyone knows Spanish if you go anywhere. So the Latins get to, you know, have somewhat of a normal life. They can slow, slow down what they say, because even Mexicans can't understand, you know, <laughs> Cubans and, and <laughs> Dominicans. Right. It's so funny. All <laughs> my like... Mexican friends are just like, what did they say? <laughs> even then. Yeah, I mean the different dialects and all that. Like oh uh, and yeah. And, and, and I just <laughs> all the my Mexican friends who like are fluent. I'll, like, say uh, Latin slang to them, and they'll be like, what? (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's like us trying to talk to a Southerner. Yeah,
1: no. I have no idea what they ever say. (laughs) (laughs) Someone
3: from Louisiana, like. Right, exactly. Have you picked up Spanish, just, you know, in your life, but also, like, this year? I mean, I knew, like, some Spanish.
1: Like, not a lot, but some, because I took four years of it in high school. Yeah. which our curriculum was <laughs> so weird in high school. Like they teach you like how to say like past, past, present and future tense of like the same sentence. When like, dude, teach me how to say like a bunch of words. I don't care if I speak broken Spanish, they'll understand me, you know? Uh, but I probably learned more Spanish talking to our guys than I have in like, yeah, the four years of high school.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, I like and it. Cause
1: it, it's good too. Cause like they're trying to learn English. So yeah. they know some English and then they say some and you'll either correct them or you'll be like, Hey, how do you say that in Spanish?
3: Ben, what can you just tell us about like those guys as players? Cause it's a pretty ridiculous, you know, Latin American presence that you guys have on the team. Like just, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are, are stacked. You know, you mentioned Guerrero and, and young Kill, uh Amador, Brito. Victor Juarez, Bernabelle, Brito, Bernabelle. Like, Juarez. What can you just say Juarez. about those, you know, whether you go down individually or just, you know, as a whole, what can you say about that? Well, them?
1: just first of all, like mad respect to all of them. Cause like, I couldn't imagine like, for instance, Benny Montgomery, uh, hope he gets better. Uh, you know, 19, 18 years old, you know, coming to a place, no other high schoolers on his team, you know, that's hard enough, especially playing with like uh, adults grown or growner men. <laughs> but you have these same guys who are what, 18, 19, 20 years right. old who don't speak English or barely any going to a foreign country, you know, playing uh, in a, you know, foreign city and having to live here. Granted, all of them will say it's, you know, it's a better living style, but that's still, you know, the amount of pressure you put on these young kids. Oh, it's unreal. So mad respect to all of them from the start. But, you know, one thing the Rockies have been really good at is they, they really, you know, draft the right guys and uh, you know, scout the right guys and get the right group of guys in. So all those Latin guys, we love all of them. You know, it's we're all talking in the locker room. We're all connected in the locker room. Uh we're all talking smack to each other in the locker room. So it's you know we we treat each other, you know, they treat us amazing. We treat them good or amazing. Uh and so it's it's fun.
0: Who's the biggest clown?
1: <laughs> Who's the biggest locker room clown? Oh uh, it's not even so much clown. I'd say me, but uh, <laughs> it's more certain guys get it get into it with each other more. So that's fun. Like Brito and uh, and Goody are constantly <laughs> just going at it. It's so much fun. Uh, so now the <laughs> biggest thing right now is EJ brought in Domino's, the game, and the Latins. <laughs> it's another octave right now when they're playing that game. I got to put headphones on or up. <laughs> I mean, they're screaming playing that game, betting in like pushups and. And, and air squats. Oh, it's, my ears air still rings.
0: That's <laughs> oh, fun. Going to see some more jacks from Yankwell in a little bit with all those domino push-ups. <laughs> no, like, yeah, seriously. He was a little sick today. Uh, but he'll get better. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. That's that's so cool, like, to go behind the scenes like that and make us. we hear it all the time, like, the locker room camaraderie that's such mm-hmm. a big deal. Like we saw it with Spokane with their late run last year, like one eight, winning 20 of 23 I mean, Rocktober. Mm-hmm. We all know about Rocktober. Like there is something about that camaraderie growing up with that team. Like these are going to be your teammates for next four or five years at minimum, right? As you guys keep going up a level together. So building that now, building that foundation, I'm sure it's fun, but it's also mm-hmm. super important going forward.
1: Well, that's why the, the Rockies, Chris Forbes, our player development guy, you know, like what minor league ball is all about player development and, you know, getting better. So like a lot of teams don't care about winning. And the cool thing about the Rockies is they think that, uh, like, I agree uh, that, you know, you you learn to win together at the lower levels so you can do it in the major major leagues. So like, if we're winning, if all these guys are winning, you know, Fresno and they go to Spokane and win and go to Hartford and win, and you learn how to win, you know, when me, Goody, Braxton and Amador, you know, are all on the show, you know, three, four, five, six years from now. We know how to win with each other. And so that's, right. that's the thing. It's, it's all about, you know, you got to get better, but you also have to learn how to win and learn how to win the right white, learn how to win the right way. So it's, it's, it's cool seeing that we actually do care about winning. Cause like what in college you hear, everyone's selfish. They just care about their own stats and they don't get, they don't care if you win. I'm like, yeah, here, they, they do.
0: Yeah. That's, that's cool. Especially, I mean, it's kind of being built up too in Fresno because they won last year or they made the playoffs last year, like second in the league. And so they're kind of having that winning culture already being built. And here you guys are mm-hmm. kind of the new crew, you know, kind of redoing that, rebuilding that and figuring out how to win the right way. And that does, that will go farther in the long run, right. than mm-hmm. just right now and building that off of that so again as a fan hearing that is super dope like it's it's kind of like a fresh was it breath of fresh air going forward with all like what's what do we expect as we keep watching you all progress as we go down the road so that's cool i love that
1: and the funny thing is too is like our team's really good and we like look at it and like obviously like it's weird to us to think that like because this is our first year it's like oh there's going to be a new draft and it's, like, when you have, like, a bunch of players, like, playing well, it's, like, well, who should the Rockies draft? It's, like, well, like, from our, our perspective, we're, like, oh, we're, like, checking all the boxes here. Like, oh, we don't need catching. We don't need outfield, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> uh, so, it's just, like, I mean, you're going to draft the best guys. And, like, I really don't care about that stuff. But it's just funny to think that, like, a whole new set of, set of faces is going to be here in Fresno next year or in the Boy, Orange. Right. And, like, hopefully we just get better
0: right just and keep pushing each other to be better as you guys keep going forward like how much how much do you guys push each other like you outfielders right you Benny EJ Nickwell Juan how much do you guys push each other each day as you're you know practicing and doing all the stuff
1: yeah we we get on each other I mean we we really do care uh Especially with Benny, you know, being the high school guy, like us college guys, what had four years of getting to screw up and in, in college and learning how to be an outfielder. Right. So you know, like we help him out, uh, you know, quite a bit, trying to you know help him mature as quickly and as and as good as possible. So it's more, it's more stuff like that. You know, us older guys try to really help out the younger guys, uh, whether it's you know hitting or like approach-wise or mentality-wise. Because a lot of guys, you remember this, like the first time they're struggling or the first time Mm -hmm. they're injured or the first time they're finding failure when they've been dominant their entire life, which in college we got to experience really early that we are vulnerable or we can suck. And so it's, it's, it's nice to see that everyone, you know, does care about the other, even if the guy's in your spot. So...
3: Yeah, and what can you say about, you know, Benny, you, you've, you've mentioned him being, you know, he's a teenager playing with a bunch of, like, more grown guys just with experience. Like, are you kind of surprised by how he's taken this transition? Obviously, he's been a little, you know, banged up, which sucks to see. But what can you say about him as a person?
1: I well, love Benny. Uh, it's, got I remember, like, from a tough perspective, like, sure, like, he got a lot of money in the draft, in his first-round pick. But when you're the only high school guy like you, when you when he signed his contract, he pretty much uh, fast forward four years, Mm -hmm. you know, like he didn't get to experience college. You can get to get to be a young, dumb, stupid kid. He instantly became a grown working adult. And that's really hard to transition. I mean, especially you're coming from, you know, nowhere, Pennsylvania to now Fresno, California in the Valley uh and so it's it's a tough transition, and he's doing it well, and he's taking it one step at a time um and he's gonna he's gonna be really good he's young that's like the only thing holding him back is just maturity in the sense of you know just how fast the game is right now, and you know just getting more reps and getting you know more at bats and stuff like he he's gonna be a really good player he hits the ball the farthest on the team and it's not close okay, and the <laughs> hardest it's it's really funny actually you're like he has such a <laughs> such a big swing and unique swing call him like the baby giraffe and then he just hits and like he'll just casually hit oppo bombs when we're barely you know pulling him out it's like it's like what the heck it's not fair
0: right he really is built different
1: yeah like it's it's he just he's really efficient with his swing and you know it was actually funny he i remember uh when we first got here he was telling me how he was faster than me and i'm like I'm like buddy you're not <laughs> I'm like I'm like you got a lot more money than me in the draft but I will put the rest of my signing bonus on that I can beat you in a race I'm like I am I will put it right now uh, I I was, he still hasn't raced me but now yeah, he's, was like, about to ask. he's like all right, you're quick.
0: <laughs> he, he, he was that young the young buck trying to become the lead pack leader of the pack there and trying to find where he needs to fit. We
1: put him in check quick.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, But no, but he,
1: he does, he does a really good job of, you know, doing stuff. And I remember telling him in spring training too, I remember telling yeah, especially him, but I was like, I'm really excited to see all the young guys and because they're all good and they're all going to be good. But I told him, I was excited to see how they deal with failure Mm -hmm. and when they eventually hit their slump or they eventually experience you know two or three games in a row of just being you know the worst player in baseball (laughs) which we all have that feeling and i even told him i'm like buddy like you're gonna struggle like it's just gonna happen at some point in the season you might be batting 500 and then go through a 0 for 20 or 0 for 30 little stint and you're gonna lose your mind Mm -hmm. and i remember i got to fast forward i got to see him go through it and try to help him get through it and you know he those are the those are the experiences that make you a better better player because you not only have to learn how to deal with it but learn how to get out of it and ask for help and what works what doesn't so it's it's fun to see and like i said hope he recovers soon what we want him back because benny Benny, like uh he's a clown like he's so unique and such a goofball because he's like a high schooler he's a high schooler i mean He's a freshman in college, and like we all treat him like that. It's so it's so funny. But then, like, also he's better than us, kind of.
3: <laughs> and he's got a thick back pocket.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, that's why we make him pay for everything. <laughs> We're he's like, Danny, for the spe- of golf. we need a speaker, and then he's like, all right, man, <laughs> the
0: speaker the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. No,
1: like, yeah.
0: That, that that's cool to hear. Like like you said, the young guy trying to figure it out, and we'll figure it mm-hmm. out, and. Gives us and
1: the cool thing is, like, yeah, he's resin. not talky about it. He's just – I remember telling him, too, like, Benny, like, when he's struggling, I'm like, yeah, I remember this. You got about – your first rounder paid you a lot of money. You got about two to three years of, like, being the worst player in baseball <laughs> before they even think about, you know, cutting you or think about, you know, sending you somewhere. I'm like, dude, right. you can just relax. Like, you, you're fine. You have a get-out-of-jail-free card for a while. <laughs> I'm like, if I bat 100 this season – I need to be worried. You don't.
0: <laughs> I mean, that is reality. That's yeah. Like it's it's the cards we're dealt. You're right. That's that's fun. That's cool. I love that. Um, I'm sure we can sit here and talk all night, but we're gonna try to wrap this up with. We always like to fun um fun questions at the end, kind of get to know you questions that you see <laughs> on your uh, college profile, type questions. So we'll start with this one. What is your go to game day meal if you had a choice? Ah. Uh...
1: So, uh, I'm going to say Chick-fil-A, even though, uh, no, I used to let, Chick-fil-A in college, because we're not allowed to eat that right now. We can only eat healthy for the Rockies. <laughs> so, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go with Chipotle uh, for, for the Rockies
0: watching. Okay, <laughs> that is probably the most common answer we get. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything else, Chipotle.
1: You guys
3: have to actually. I guess you can't even say it, but I assume that there's some Chick Fil A, like covert ops that so you guys are sneaking your way over there. <laughs>
1: uh, post game, post game, we might go to In N Out or Chick Fil A. Okay,
3: you know okay. To, to
1: celebrate a win, you know, just get those calories <laughs> in that I need.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're burning it all, all on the bases, so you have to get it somehow, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, what is your what is your walk up song? I guess we haven't listened enough. Yeah, what's your walk-up song right now? Or what would be your walk-up song? Your walk-up
1: song right now is, uh, it's especially for the people of Fresno because, uh, you know, most people are country. or love country music. So it's a happy hour at Morgan Wallen.
0: Okay. It's a good good one to get going. Is, is that it's what you the people of Fresno just start slugging when the song comes <laughs> out.
1: That's, that's my whole thought process. It's for the people.
0: We have a few fans we can reach out to. We'll have them. There you go. I can work something out there. That'd be that, that could work. Is that what you're usually having the AirPods, uh the country music going, or what's on your playlist? I, I
1: actually listen to everything. Depends on my mood. I have everything from uh my my two top favorite artists of all time are Post Malone and Taylor Swift. So <laughs> you know, very crazy, but you know, uh I listen to everything from you know rap, polo G, post Malone, Taylor Swift, Country Morgan Wallen. Avenged Sevenfold from metal disturbed like everything. the whole gambit I, yeah screamo country <laughs> EDM with Louis the Child Z like actually everything <laughs> got some christian rock in there too somewhere
0: <laughs> just keep everybody on their toes there yeah. <laughs> that's awesome and then my favorite question what is your favorite baseball moment from little league to now and it is completely okay to be selfish. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's one hundred percent
1: going to Omaha. Yeah, I mean, like I can't see the draft because, like, I think that's like an like a, a lifelong goal and achievement that was that happened. But it has to be going to Omaha and experiencing that. Just like the camera being right in my face as the two hole hitter and just not being phased whatsoever.
2: Not nineteen at
1: all. years. I'm nineteen years old with seventy thousand people screaming. We got about thousand Oregon State fans that are just saying the worst things possible. Yeah. And then the then the other sixty-eight thousand fans just yelling at the Oregon State people. That was my favorite thing about Omaha. Was like every <laughs> we played Mississippi State, uh, you know, all our fans back and forth. But then after game, it's like, hey, good game. That was fun. You know, it's like a love hate. There's like it was all all love. Oregon State. Oh, everyone hated Oregon State. They're the worst <laughs> fan base in the world. And I would <laughs> call them out. Oregon State baseball, the players love them. The fans, I hate you all.
3: <laughs> they're spoiled, uh, too. They're very nah, spoiled. dude, like, the...
1: like, they're the kind of fans that, will, like, after the game will, like, follow your coach and, like, try to fight them or, like, literally cause a scene. Like, I remember being in Corvallis. Can't confirm. I'm gonna say I'm not going to say what they say, but it is – you'd get canceled on Twitter for it. You'd get fired.
0: <laughs> it's nasty up there, huh? no nah, dude, it's bad. Like the... – i i can we james and i are from nebraska and we grew up going to omaha that was always our summertime um until we obviously moved away but i can agree that i would agree that oregon state's fans were never very welcoming to us no. like independence you could say but always always enjoyed like miss uh, louisiana state was always very welcoming um mississippi state like usually the southern teams are like all right yeah we can have fun out in the bleachers together bleacher creatures uh, well like but- there's
1: there's a big difference between like heckling and being like fun and yeah. funny and like good game and like some other stuff like i've had some great chirps in well i've been in fresno <laughs> i think i was in corvallis and somebody was talking about my perm and i was like i'm like oh it's a good one it's not an actual perm but he's like calling the perm but uh but it was that was a good one. i was like huh her down before. I was good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's this is that line, right? It's that
1: line. <laughs> yeah, it's Oregon State, you're like, "Oh my god, they hate me." <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're just terrible people.
1: They're like they're the kind of people that will like look up like your Instagram and like talk mad uh, you, you bad stuff about like your stuff. your girlfriend or your your family. Or, like, just awful things. You're like, what the heck? How do you know this?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, hear time. your mom's name. they would be like. Oh, dude, like it's, it's terrible. It's You're bad. Like, oh,
1: my God. Like, I was like, I think I told my parents not to go to the Oregon State Series. I'm like, you don't.
0: Please. <laughs> Please stay home for all of us. Yeah. Like,
1: if my dad will try to fight someone and get fired,
0: <laughs> it'll be a whole mess. <laughs> How many beach balls did you have to go get? Do you remember your count?
1: Oh, uh, maybe, like, three or four. My favorite thing though about uh, about the I being in the outfield and center is it had like some, I think Mississippi State fans got like like oh center field sucks like my name going, uh, but like it's a chance so it was fun, but then like the crowd turned on each other
2: because they were trying to be
1: louder than the other like the right field and left field and then it changed to like left field sucks but like meaning like left field. Like left field fans suck and like the right field fans suck and then they started going at each other and then backing me up it was the weirdest couple innings i've ever experienced <laughs> of guys like no we're gonna talk smack to him no we are you know he's our guy
0: it bipolar sag hag was fun awesome. <laughs> that is my favorite chant of all time that was always my favorite thing to do out in the bleachers oh, left yeah. field right field sucks is such a blast and then the the waves the different speed of waves was always a good time oh too. the
1: amount of waves is insane
0: yeah <laughs> rocky Tails will hate that but are you a fan of the wave like as a player like do you even notice do you give shit like
1: i mean if there's like a lot if it's like a sold out crowd and you get it going like in the seventh inning like it's cool it's not going to affect me on on the field i'm going to be distracted by it
0: right okay.
1: but like if i like i see it for a half an inning i think it's cool but like Give it a two or three rotations, cut it quits. <laughs>
0: right. It usually goes about five too long, but it goes about twenty-five. <laughs> it just keeps going. It keeps going. Uh Braden, this was awesome. And we probably will have to catch up with you when you yeah, for sure. Sometime in the off season later in the year. Um, this was everything I expected it to be and more. Sure. So <laughs> I appreciate you spending this time, keep raking, keep showing it off and we will keep doing our end and just keep talking you up as much as we can. Was, yeah. This was fantastic. <laughs> Love it. This hey, was thanks fantastic. for having me. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Thank you for watching and listening. Please check out our link tree for more content.